Hello, and welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy in your home to design, architecture, yoga, meditation, and travel. I've created this podcast as a place to come for design inspiration and especially to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach. I'm your host, Katerina Bodenova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. Now, with the world back in business, so many of us are now working remotely, whether in cafes, airport terminals, maybe a hotel or an Airbnb, that we don't always have that ideal workspace. So today I want to tap into how to be more productive using Vastu Shastra principles when you are working remotely. Because there can be so many distractions when you're not working in that quiet, private office or maybe the room in your home that you dedicate to working, so it can be hard to focus. Now, if you've listened to my episode on how to create a productive workspace, I dive deep into how to organize your desk per the four elements water, air, earth, fire. And I also talk about how your office space should be laid out. But in today's episode, I really want to focus on how to make the workspace you are in more productive and functional so that you can get your task done and yeah, be productive. So let's dive in. So before we begin every episode, we like to take a moment to ground down and think of something we are grateful for in this present moment. It can be something small, something large, whatever it is in this moment that has brought you a sense of gratitude. So whatever it is right now, whatever the first thing that comes to mind, think about it for a minute. And I want to share something that I am grateful for today is... My husband and I have been doing a lot more local hikes in our area and it has been so much fun. We just did a fun little trail. There's a place in Laguna Beach, if anybody knows, there's called the Car Wreck and there's actually a car wreck that you can hike to. So we were there earlier today and we've done this loop a few times and today we reversed it so we made it harder going back up because you kind of walk down into the canyon. And it's just been so fun. Like we both have really good shoes now. We've got the gear and it's just been so nice to just get away even for an hour or two, just be out in nature and just be hiking. And it's just been super fun and it is kind of just walking, but we have found, you know, routes that are more difficult, more strenuous. We also went hiking last month in Lake Arrowhead And so we've just been having more fun finding hikes that we like, and it's just been a great kind of just physical activity for both of us, and it's really been just a great cardio for me, so I've really, really enjoyed it. So as we all move towards working in different locations, as I said, it can be hard to find a productive kind of flow of energy so you can get your work done. And it's especially hard when you're in an environment that isn't always ideal. But there are ways we can solve this by honing in on specific Vastu Shastra principles and applying them to your work area and finding ways to balance the energy of the space around you. So first we'll begin with your surrounding space. So if you're setting up this space right now, take a moment, look at what your surrounding space is. 
And ideally, when you are working on something like a task or you want to be productive, you want to sit in your natural light, right? That's always better than having artificial fluorescent lighting because a lot of that, it's not fake lighting because it is light, but it's not natural daylight. And so it causes you to be less focused because you have to strain your eyes more to adjust to different lights. So you want to sit near a window if possible. Any sort of natural light you can get is always the best, right? And it makes it feel like you're outside or maybe you're working outside. That would actually probably be the best. And it's actually kind of funny. The other day I was listening to a lecture online and the speaker mentioned how humans always seek nature and natural images and natural lights. And that's why there are so many like natural landscape options when we want to select the background on our computer. Have you noticed that there's always like beautiful bubbling brooks or mountains or beach. It's because the computer developers know that humans want to see a natural scene. So if you can be looking out towards nature, looking out towards a window, that will allow the light to come in and this kind of positive light, positive energy to come into your space. Now, did you know that sitting under a beam can cause a distraction in your mind unconsciously and reduce your productivity. So if you look above you and you see a beam, that's not good because a beam represents heavy energy, which makes sense because it is a structural element, right? Beams are put into buildings to support the floor or roof above you. So you want to sit away from any beams. Now, if there's, for example, a fake beam, like if you have a hollow beam that doesn't have a structural property to it, that isn't keeping anything structurally held up, then that doesn't count. So look above you to make sure you don't have any beams above you. And again, sit by natural light. So that's your surrounding areas. Now, number one thing is having a clear workspace. I've mentioned it before, I've talked about it a lot, is reducing clutter because clutter causes the stress on the energy in your space and you want to be able to allow the flow of energy to move through the space around you. So whatever ideas you're thinking about, things you're writing, things you're working on, you want that energy to keep flowing, keep moving because as the energy moves around you, so do you. You are productive, you're working, you're not having any stagnant energy that could even be like writer's block or anything like that. So reduce clutter. Now, let's say you're sitting in coach on an overseas flight and you don't have much space, but you definitely need to have your area be clean. So don't leave any trash, papers, extra stuff you have around you. Just try to clear your tray table away from everything, put away everything in the seat pocket, and just make sure that the space that you are working in now is as clean as possible. And so that brings us to what surface are we working on, right? I said, you know, maybe you're working on a tray table on an airplane and you really don't have much room. That's okay, as long as you have a solid material underneath you. So for example, you want to avoid working on tables with a glass top because in Vastu Shastra, glass tops create like a negative energy that's generated and it can block or slow down your productivity. So if you have a glass top, maybe you can cover it, some colored, some sort of material, like a cloth. Actually, a green or white cloth is very highly recommended to put over a glass top to kind of keep that negative energy away. All right, so we've got your surrounding area, right? You're hopefully by a window looking out. You've cleared your space. 
make sure that whatever surface you're working on is solid and can hold whatever tasks you're working on. You don't want a wobbly table or a just space that you can't fit whatever you need to. And so now think about the way you are facing while you're working on your task. Now, you wouldn't think, why would it matter which way I face? I'm facing out the window. You said that's what I needed to do. In Vastu Shastra, it's also important the way you position yourself when you're seated, if you can. And when you're working on tasks that require lots of productivity, you want to be facing north, northeast, or east. And this is because the flow of the electromagnetic waves have an effect on our brain activity. So the direction you sit is especially important. So an example I've used before is imagine you're sitting on a train and you're sitting on the train facing forward and the landscape is going past you, right? It's going past you and you're going forward. Think of this the same way is the Earth's rotation. When you sit facing east, the Earth is rotating underneath you. So it's the Earth is passing you. That landscape would be passing you versus if you were turned around seated facing west, which would be like if you were seated with your back to the front of the train and you're going with the movement of the landscape, sometimes that can cause you to get motion sickness or just not feel well. It's kind of very weird if you sat that way before. So you wanna be seated facing north, northeast, or east. Now, if you're working on money-related things, such as finances, bookkeeping, it's the most ideal to sit facing north. The positive magnetic energy from the north supports our left brain activity. Now, for more creative tasks, it's best to sit facing east, which allows for the creative flow of energy to come more easily to you. And so, as I mentioned, you want to avoid sitting towards the west. And there was actually also a study done where they had students all study for the same exam. They put the students into a room. A quarter were facing north, a quarter were facing east, south, and west. And they tried to see what the student's grade would be after taking the test, depending on which way they sat. And they noticed the students that were facing north and east got higher scores overall than the students sitting south or west. Now, it may be hard to control which way you sit facing, but if you can sit northeast or east, that is the best. If you are facing in a direction, let's say you are wanting that natural light, you're sitting by the window and you're like, oh, but Katarina, it's so beautiful, this sunset, this beautiful, what, you know, I'm sitting at the west coast, I'm watching the sunset over the ocean, this is so beautiful, I don't want to sit facing east because that faces the wall. I get it. I love watching sunsets. So what you can do is take small breaks to move around so the energy around you doesn't get stagnant because... You want to look at, okay, I have this beautiful view, although as make sure it's not distracting because if it gets distracting, that's obviously counterproductive. But if there is that view and you're getting that natural light, outweigh, be a good judgment of outweighing what you think is most important in that moment. And if you're really noticing you're watching the sunset more than getting the task done, then maybe you should go sit facing east towards the wall so you can focus on whatever it is you're working on. Make the call yourself. You'll see what feels good based on the space you're in. Obviously, if you're on an airplane, you really can't control the way you sit because you are seated in a specific seat headed towards your destination and you can't have the pilot turn the plane around so you can sit comfortably. So do get up, move around, maybe see if you can, you know, look out a window on the airplane, for example. 
see which way you're headed, that could help that energy not be so stuck around you and let that positive flow move through you. Now let's say you do want to invite some of the elements in your space. I know I dive deeper into it in the episode about how to make a productive office space or desk. So to summarize, the southwest corner is governed by the earth element. So for example, if you have crystals that you carry with you, you can place them in the southwest direction. And this will help kind of balance the energy in that corner of your workspace, if the room allows, of course. And if you have maybe a glass of water or tea that you're drinking, you want to put that in the northeast direction, northeast quadrant of your workspace because the water element governs this area. The northwest area of your desk is governed by the air element. So maybe if you have some incense or um, an air diffuser, that could go there. And it's amazing actually how I've started to tap into these little things and I do it no matter where I am now. Wherever I'm seated and I start to work, I always put my phone in the southeast direction of whatever I'm working on because that the southeast direction see the southeast quadrant of your workspace is governed by the fire element and of course your phone is an electronic which is representative of the fire element and even where I'm sitting right now recording this podcast at my desk which I know I have more control over this workspace I have my phone and to the right of me which is my southeast corner I have my glass of water and my cup of tea in the northeast quadrant with beautiful sunflowers and water I do have a crystal in my hands that I like to record with otherwise it would be to the left of me in the southwest quadrant but I definitely tap into that even when I'm downstairs in the dining room and the direction changes I like to put all my stuff kind of in their little area and I've noticed it kind of just, I don't know, it seems more organized to me. And I've just gotten so used to this setup that mentally I always just go there no matter where I'm working. It's kind of been fun to notice. And lastly is you can personalize your space. So if there's any way you can add something to the space, maybe it's a photo of a loved one or some quotes or goals that you have, whatever it is that kind of makes the space yours just for that moment when you're working. But personalizing your space makes it kind of like your temporary home, if you can imagine, where you are now working on something and being productive in this present moment, this is your space. So make it yours, make it your own. Now remember, don't get discouraged if you can't cross off all of these principles while creating your ideal workspace because that ends up being more harmful because you becoming stressed about which way you're facing, as I mentioned with the sunset, for example, sitting facing west when you could be more productive facing east. Don't stress about it. See what can work. You'll notice you'll gravitate towards different things like sitting by natural light or you'll notice when you do sit in the directions of north or east or northeast, you'll see what's more productive. So really just experiment and you'll see what comes to you naturally, what you gravitate towards, and that's the positive energy that you're already creating. So do the best you can, see what works, what doesn't work, and adapt to your surroundings. So I encourage you to use these tools I shared and experiment with and feels right for the space in you. 
trust yourself as you make the changes. And if you feel like something's off or the energy doesn't feel right, don't force it. And I encourage you to use these tools I just shared and experiment with what feels right for your space and for you. Trust yourself as you make these changes because you'll feel if something's off or if the energy is just off around you, you don't want to force it and you are the best judge of the energy around you because you will see if you are being productive or not. And I'd love to see what your takeaway is from this episode. So please share with me any of these principles that you've taken into practice. And you can tag me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast. I'd love to hear what you guys have found has been helpful or maybe what hasn't been helpful. I'd love to just hear some good feedback. So thank you so much for listening. And if you like this episode, please give it a heart or thumbs up and click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. Follow me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast. Thank you so much and see you next time.